Hello, I'm Kristen Perman, and this is Updates You Didn't Ask For. Hi, friends. I, um, I'm sort of doing this spontaneously. I didn't really have a plan to record. I also moved out of the bathroom because I can't with that toilet running. And there's no pun there. It literally runs all the time. So this, this will likely be the last, uh, podcast episode from our Upper East Side Manhattan apartment. We move on next Monday. So this will be the last Tuesday. Ugh. One thing I am so excited about, y'all, I'm watching um, the cable box right now as it recycles. We have Verizon, and maybe it's the building, but it is the worst. Fucking cable box goes out at least twice a day. I'm not even kidding. It has to recycle. It has to fix itself. Most mornings, if we turn the television on, it will say fixed. I don't understand what it's fixing. It's just bullshit. Um, My husband said that when they were installing everything, they had to get a manager down here because it was something, I don't even know, something with the building. Anyway, we are packing. We got the keys to the house on Saturday. It's great. It's funky. It is also long in the tooth. My husband said it looked very clean when he went and saw it and rented it on the spot because we needed to. Well, we didn't need to, but in a way we needed to because the area that we rented this house, there are just never houses that come on the market to rent. It's just very, very rare. So he's like, oh, no, it looks great. It's so fresh. I went there when all of the things were out of the house, and um, it's not fresh. The whole thing could use a a new paint job, especially the foyer where they were doing some work, and they did the patching of the holes in the wall, but that was it. They weren't going to paint it. They are just going to leave it. So we asked our landlord if we could paint, and he said yes, We'll paint that foyer. I was kind of thinking I wanted to do that peel and stick wallpaper. Maybe I will, but I think I'm just going to paint. I don't even, I don't even completely love painting, but I'm going to make my husband. No, I wanted him to help me, but I think it's not a good idea. Okay. Great story so far. So we got the keys. It's funky, but I think we're going to be happy there. Um, The backyard's cute. There's part of it's like, you know, concrete patio. Another part of it's um, a little bit of grass, good fencing. It feels mostly private. Mostly you don't, I don't feel like the neighbors can spy on us. And the garage blocks the neighbors from one side too, on two sides actually, which is good. The garage you cannot use for a car, Um, whatever on that. People are so weird here. They fucking use their Anyways, that's fine because we wouldn't have put our car in the garage anyways. We would have just, we're just going to use it for storage for right now. Um, Although we don't need to because the house has the largest finished basement. Well, it's not really finished. Yes, it is. It's finished in the sense that there are no zombie holes. Um, You know, but it's, it's really, it's bare minimum. It's, it's, well, not even that. I'm, I'm lying to you. 
it's a concrete floor. There's a lot of rooms down there, washer dryers down there, which is fantastic. There's one room down there that's so fucking cool. It's, it feels like you're in a camp or in a cabin because it's all wood paneling. The landlord showed me how he had restored the old-fashioned lighting in the built-in desk. I'll show y'all. I think it's going to end up becoming um, my little studio. It's a freaking great room to shoot. Like, it's a great room to shoot in. There's enough space down there um, to have a dark room, which our kid is really excited about. And the little half bath down there really feels like a freaking motel bathroom. It's so damn cool. It is so cool. Um, the second floor bathroom, they, they kept that, um, all original tile and old shower. It's cool. And then on the back of the house, there's this, the funky old striped awnings that used to be, you know, you crank it out and then it would shade your patio, but the dude hasn't opened it. I'm scared if I open it, it will never close, but it's still really cool. So, um, yeah. The, the space has a really good flow. I already know what I'm going to do with the space. And um, I'm excited because I finally convinced my husband that, you know, let's scratch the formal dining room. We, we don't eat in a dining room. We never have. Well, we haven't in a very, no, we never have. The only time we've ever eaten at like the proper dining room table that we still fucking have, nobody wants. What, what's the matter with people? It's a beautiful table with a beautiful butcher block top, black metal legs. I cannot give that shit away. Where we're moving to in Brooklyn is really neighborhoody. We can have a fucking yard sale. I think that we'll be able to get rid of it then. Anyways, carry on, Kristen. So the um, so the table, we're not you know like the only time we've ever used our dining room table is when we've had an open floor plan, meaning that. You sit there so that you can look at the TV. You sit there so you can talk to everybody in the living room. Otherwise, like in Salem, also in Salem, that was the scariest, oldest room in the house. And nobody liked to go in there because it fucking connected to the basement. So we never spent time in that room. Um, but there is a formal dining room in this place. And I said to my mister, let's just fucking stop with the formal dining room. Why don't you use it as your office? It's a perfect space for your desk. Your, your blue metal desk will look so good in there. Um, it's away from the bedrooms. It's, away, it's in the front of the house. The bedrooms are in the back of the house, so you'll have privacy, but you'll have light. It's next to the, like the, the we're going to have like two living areas. Like one is going to be where the TV is and like more uh, casual. The other one is where the stereo is going to be and the, the sofa and coffee table um, that we're using right now. And it will be great for Howard because the couch can go up against the windows and he can fucking stand on the couch and bark and stare and bark and run and bark. Okay. But also because the music's right there, it's adjacent to the dining room which will be my husband's office and he can play music. It's, it's a good situation. So, you know, if you know anything about me and my guy, he's a non-practicing attorney. He practiced law for five years, but that fucker is still like ready to litigate everything. I'm not even kidding. You, You, there's a lot of convincing that has to be done 
Most times the man is going to say no, and I will get him to where I need him to be, but God damn, he fucking puts me through the ringer sometimes. Anyways, um, that's, that's, it's just going to look good. It's a really cool room, that the dining room. It has a cool chandelier. He'll probably hit his head on it, but that's not my problem because he needs to be more aware of things. He's so fucking, like, I'm not even kidding. Every house we've lived in, if there's something to hit your head on, he fucking will hit his head multiple times, and then he'll get really mad. He'll get real mad, and it's like, you fucking idiot. Pay attention. So I digress. The house is good. There's a cute little front yard. There's a cute, a really cute porch, like a cute porch that we can sit on. So I've been looking at little chairs and all that. Um, I bought lights to decorate for the holidays that are solar that are going on the railing. Um, There are no less than eight American flags on our block. I'm not even kidding. One is on our house, which is the rental, it's the owners, um, two across the street, and every fucking light post has American flags. Um, are we moving into a red zone? Perhaps. The neighborhood that we're moving into is known to be a little bit more red than we would like. We're just going to keep our heads down. You know me. I'm not looking for any friends and neighbors, so that's fine. But I was like, I want to take that down. And my husband's like, we can't do that. Okay, totally figured a way around that. You know those old lady um, colorful flags that that people put in their flagpole instead of a flag? You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it'll say welcome. Sometimes it'll have cute little bunny rabbits, whatever. I decided, because you know me and my whole love of nature... I'm going to do cheesy, but ones that I can live with, seasonal flags, winter, spring, summer, fall. I figure because I'm kind of older, because I'm kind of funky, that is the only way that it will be acceptable for me to take down the flag. And I have a three-part plan. (laughs) Okay, so most of the people on the block um, have a lot of pride in their front yards. And ours looks junky right now. They haven't done a cleanup. So today, if I have to go over, which I'm probably going to have to, I'm going to put up the solar lights. That's phase one. Phase two, within the week, I'm doing a cleanup. I'm going to clean up the front yard. I'm going to clean up the backyard. The landlord said he's going to do the whole lawn service thing. Um, doesn't look like he's done anything, so I can't live with it. It looks, looks shit. So I'm going to clean up the yard. I'm going to do that, and it's going to look real pretty. The lights are going to look pretty. And then on the first day of winter, which is what, December 20th, the flag comes down, and my winter flag goes up. Okay, just please understand that when you see photos of, that I've ever posted of the front of the house, you'll understand that it's not usually my style, but this is the only workaround that I can get because I cannot, I can't, I can't fucking have an American flag on the front of our house. Not without, I mean, I'm an American, I am not going to shit on the country, but you know how I feel about a lot of things about this country. I'm not happy with so much of it. And I'm also not here for the fucking Trumpies. So this is my way of saying fuck you without saying fuck you. 
um, yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. Not, not, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not, I'm looking forward to living in a house. I'm looking forward to having access to our car. I'm looking forward to how close this house is to the East River, which, you know, I need to, I need to be near water. And the other part of this is that I can drive to Coney Island within a very short amount of time, especially in the winter, especially on the weekend. So my heart is, um, my heart's full on that. I get to be back by the beach. I get to be down by the river. I won't be in a van, but um, I will be down there. And there's a bike path and um, beautiful views. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I, okay, so we live super, super Upper East Side. You know, we're, we're in, the, um, in the 90s. And we're going to a part of Brooklyn that's not far from Coney Island. So basically what I'm saying to you is that we're at very different ends of this, um, of this island. So I had to go there on Saturday. And usually subway service is a little different on the weekends, as you will know. Um, door-to-door was an hour. Okay, I know that sounds long because I had to transfer anyways. Um, average time for us to get from our new our new place to Soho would probably be 30 minutes midtown 45 this is what I'm going to say to you where we are up in the 90s it can take a good 40 minutes to just to get down to fucking downtown like by the Wall Street area so it's not like you know it's just a different perspective right we need, we need the peace. We need the peace. I, I, was, I was walking around. I did a staycation. I'm not going to go into the whole thing again because I already did a fucking thing about it on my Instagram. And if you want to figure it out or listen to it, not even listen to it. If you want to read about it, just go there. It's not that interesting. What I didn't talk about there, um, I walked around like the village and Soho a little bit. And I just, I just felt sad. I just felt really sad because it's just, COVID changed so much about everything, including the city. And I don't know, I guess, you know, of course things are never gonna be the same, but, but you know, having lived here 20 years ago and then coming back, I feel like somehow I expected it to be a little bit like that. And I was coming back home at 5.30 in the morning yesterday from the hotel. And it was really quiet and the streets were empty. And me and the cab driver were talking about how New York used to be like that. And now it's just become this big parking lot. And all there, all there really is to do is shop. I mean, it's not completely fair, but I don't... It makes me a little bit sad to be living in it. So I'm very happy that we will be Manhattan adjacent. I, um, I'm also very, very happy for the experience of having lived back here, though. And I do love that we ended up here because this part of Central Park, the 90s and above, oof, it's so beautiful in there. It's wild. It has saved me and um, found the best gluten-free bakery probably I've ever had. Um, God, on fucking the day before Thanksgiving, 
I don't know how to say this the right way, but there are these little things called canale, I think, or it's French, C-A-N-A-L-E. It's like a little puff pastry, kind of like a brioche. I don't even know. Google it. If you see them, buy them. They're delicious. Um, this one, I only bought one. I wish I had bought them all, and they haven't had them back. Anyways, great story. I, you know, it's a mixed bag, isn't it? It's a mixed bag. Will I miss it here? No, because here's the part that's really just the worst. Um, the other thing is I told you, did I know? I did it again on my stories and Instagram. The neighbors upstairs were so hideous um, all last week getting ready for Thanksgiving. We knew that Thanksgiving would be a bad day for them because I knew we knew that they were having people over. The fucked up thing is that we don't even know these people and we know everything about them just from how they fucking live their lives because they're so noisy and rude and exceptionally evil because they know what they're doing and they continued. Okay, so Thanksgiving Day was so hideous. Our daughter came over with her, her roommate. They left early because it was so noisy. Those motherfuckers let their grandchildren run back and forth, back and forth, jump, jump, jump. Not only, it was incredibly rude to us. How can somebody sit there and listen to that shit and just tune it out? I don't understand. The super told them, went, finally went up there after we complained so many times um, and they're like, oh, we just have our grandkids here. They're just here having fun. And the super was like, you can't do that. Okay, well, as we know, the bitchy wife is a retaliatory fucking bitch. So she started on Friday at 8.30 in the morning, dragging the furniture, fucking dropping things, stamping around. Let that little kid run and jump for 45 minutes, then sent him into the master bedroom area and let him jump on the bed, like jump from the bed down to the floor. I mean, it was hideous. I was sitting in my bathroom crying because I was so, I was so like shook and I, and Mark was out. Um, I finally text the the landlord and I I mean the, the super, I'm like, please, you've got to help me. They're just, they're, they're so bad. He couldn't do anything. They wouldn't stop. I started pounding on the ceiling a few times. Finally, at one point, I'm pretty sure my husband came home. We're sitting there. He did a pound, too, because it was just so bad. We heard adult-sized jumping, like just in a rage, like, you know, like, like a toddler having a freaking meltdown jumping. Uh, and we concluded that it had to have been the wife because the husband has a, you know, is, is still recovering from a broken hip. And she's really small. Um, she's probably maybe five feet tall. And we both looked at each other and just started laughing because that image is really funny. But then my husband went and texted the super and he said, that's it. We're out of here. We're moving. We, we, we had originally told the building that we were just moving some things out. But he said, instead of just moving some things out, we're moving our entire apartment. We're done. And the super wrote back, I don't blame you. I'm sorry I couldn't help you. And y'all, within 10 minutes, the noise stopped. This is last Friday night. And it has not started again. That's the most unnerving thing. I mean, they're home. We hear them. No TV, no dropping, no shoes, nothing. So did they get 
told, have they been told before that like one more, one more person moves out and that's it? Who knows? It's just as unnerving because all we do is sit here and wait. We're anticipating when is it going to start again? Um, I bought stockings, those red stockings, and I bought some lumps of coal. I'm going to send them a, a stocking kit from Santa because he's so busy this year that they need to put theirs together and that maybe they'll do better next year. And I also have um, certificates of achievement, blank ones, that I'm going to fill out and mail to them for being the worst neighbors of 2021. Um, is that petty? Hell yeah. Is it going to make me feel better? You bet it will. So this is who I am. I think that um, my retaliation is, you know, I'm not saying anything that isn't true. I'm not going to point fingers. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not saying anything personal. Um, pranks are pranks. And, and I've gone through all of the scenarios because that's who I am to make sure that I've covered all my bases so that if they walked into a police station with either of the two things, they would have nothing to stand on except the humility of being laughed at. Goodbye.